The host muted me and wouldn't allow me to unmute. I didn't do that. Nobody did that. Nobody did that, Maddie. We all need patience. COVID is teaching us to have patience. Oh, let me talk to you about patience. You're so full of it. Listen, you guys get me up. 9.30 pre-production meeting. I talked to I talked to um, Lisa. Yeah. I say, well, are we doing pre-production? And she goes, no. Maddie had to go get his fucking bespoke suit fitted. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Why is he getting his suit made in the middle of COVID when, he's, when he lives on a farm? So... Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? And Whoa. also, that suit, you in that suit, you you look like uh you look like you're doing a a preschool version of 007. No. For kids. Okay, first of all, for uh, children. And by children I mean <laughs> You can't say that two tone. Second of Why all, can't you say it? Because you can't you're not allowed. It's not nice. It's not nice. I can't anyway, keep up. I can't. <laughs> Okay, first of all, my suit's fire. Um, and I started doing a, this bespoke suit, um, how long ago? A long time ago, okay? A long time ago, we started doing because, this. Because when they, when they fittings, and then the pandemic Yeah, because when they, make, when they make a suit for you, they have to do it in, in pieces. It's like, it's like building a tent. It's like, no, right? that's rude. That's rude. You love that, eh? You love that. You, look at, I thought look, it was funny in my head. Pandemic, during the pandemic, you've gained weight, correct? During the pandemic, you have gained weight. Yes or no? I've gained weight? Have you gained Maddie, you're, weight? You're gaining weight in front of my eyes. You're no. you're actually getting fatter as I look no. at you. Yeah. Skinny. I'm watching Skinny. you expand. No. I'm watching you have expand. You, I've lost 20 pounds from just doing, just not traveling and eating fast food every day. I've lost you 20 have, pounds. You have not lost 20 pounds. I've lost 20 pounds. You can't, you can see it in my face. I. Has Maddie lost twenty pounds? I don't believe it. I have lost twenty pounds, you fucking idiot. And how do you, you lose twenty pounds and how do you lose twenty pounds and look fatter? I don't look fatter, dude. Have you seen photos, dude? I'm looking at you right now. You don't look like you look like you've gained weight. You don't look like you've lost no, weight. No, I'm skinny. You can see how skinny I am with the undercarriage and the pants. That, that doesn't. That's not flattering. What you're doing right now. It doesn't help you. It doesn't help. Pull it down. No. That's so uh, whatever, so. I had to get a suit made, and I and I was getting a suit made before the pandemic, and then today was the uh, time, the last fitting, and I went and got it. And I picked up a nice, it's a beautiful, fucking actual bespoke suit, like double breasted. It's beautiful. Where are you gonna wear that suit? Nowhere. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it home. I'm gonna put it in my closet. And I'll I'll wear it. Literally, I was actually gonna wear it today because I was just like fuck it. I was gonna wear a suit on the pod and be professional. You well, we, we can should've. still get it. The pod's just begun. I can get no, it. No, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to mess, mess with the fragile ecosystem that has caused your team and have this thing explode. I make this podcast with two cell phones and a fucking shitty laptop and one headphone that's not even mine. How is it that you're it? you're the media what? you're the media hub of this whole operation? This is the most this is the shittiest piece of your whole deal. This podcast and we have the most equipment here in my house. Because you have all the equipment at your house in Los Feliz. You can't get a camera. No, all the cameras you can, in the you bar. Can spend, you can spend you can spend eight thousand dollars on a fucking shiny blue suit, but you can't spend eight hundred dollars on a camera. I didn't spend eight thousand dollars on a shiny blue suit. I have to post spend? about it and I got a little nice sweet deal on my suit. How much? What'd you spend? That suit? I don't know. Yeah. I think that suit. It's a bespoke suit. I don't even know. I actually don't even know the price of the suit. So what do you want? 
Honesty. Honesty. <laughs> You'll never get it from me. I don't appreciate you saying that I've gained weight. Well, I don't appreciate I look- saying that, that 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 it's like making a tent when I get a fucking suit made, you <laughs> fucking asshole. So what the fuck I'm- do you want from me? You got big old fat titties. You got a fat belly now. You can't see your little dinky-do. And what do you want from me? You're fucking mad? You're fucking mad at me? I'm losing weight. I'm not I mad. beautiful. I'm not... You're not, you're not beautiful. Am I beautiful? I'm not mad at you. How beautiful am I? You're listen. Your your entire haircut is a is a is is a, you're you're growing a punchline on your head. It's fucking horrifying. My hair is only getting better. The longer wait till it's like shoulder length. All it's horrifying, length. Daddy. You're, it's you're just living. Listen, you're living. You're living in the luxury of a man that has no future of a sex life. You live at home with your kids. You just you procreate once a year, so you can just fuck around and grow a joke haircut because you really don't have to worry about anything. All you got to worry is what pushing I, fucking I, hoagies. My wife thinks it's yeah. She doesn't like it. My wife. My wife, Trishy. Are we bringing our Trishy, guests squishy. on already? Hi. Is she in the cut? Hi. Am I in the cut? Hello? Hi everyone. I, can you hear me? No. Yeah. One of you can hear me. Two tone can hear you. I can't hear you. I can hear you. Maddie's Maddie's uh, Maddie's recording on an old fucking microwave and a tin can strapped together. So he's not going to be able to hear me the entire time. I can. When hear can you. Maddie ever hear you? You think I Maddie always... ever hears you ever? I mean, <laughs> he hears me in his dreams for sure. Yeah. Maybe. A whisper. Nightmares. Nightmares. Yeah, oh, you can hear you now. I can We're hear wrong. you. So this is the first everybody that's watching that doesn't know we have our very special guest today on Powerful Truth Angels. And if you have been a part of my life for the last couple of years, you know we made a little TV show. It, it, it started in, in um, actually our relationship, our friendship, our trust started like what, 10 years ago maybe? Close to 10 I years ago? Earlier, like. You know, I think I was like, yeah, my like wee twenties. Wee twenties. Michelle used yeah. to come to parts and labor and hang out, and and we we met a long time ago, and and then when I made a TV show called It's Supper Time, um, I was interviewing food stylists, and when Michelle walked in, I literally was like, perfect. I was just like, can you actually do this? I think was the what I, I was just like, can you actually do this? Yeah, and then I went and I was like, yeah. And then I went home and I called my mom and I was like, I lied in my interview. <laughs> no. Well, you can tell that you can't do, like you're not a food stylist, but it's like, you can tell that like, you know, you're like sell weed cookies and, 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 and food style on the side. You know, like I think that people hire me because they just like to have me around, which actually is the best compliment. I think it's it's one of the most beautiful things ever. So, so we made a show called It's Supper Time, and then and then and then I made a show called Just a Dash, and Michelle is a big part of Just a Dash, and we wanted to have Michelle come on, and um, you know, I think she's one of the a power, She's definitely a, an angel. She's definitely she's definitely. Um, you know, powerful. So she's powerful. She's beyond powerful. She's an angel. She, she, she's, she's the yin to my yang. She is, yeah. she's the light to my darkness. She, she is, you know, the wind beneath my wings that are broken constantly from Why emotional so distresses. Sad? What? Why do you look so sad right now? When you're talking. What's going on with you? I think he, he knows. 
you know what we've been through it's just, he's deflating yeah. he's just i'm watching him like he had a little bit of energy in the beginning of the show and he's just He's melting. I've exhausted him already. That's <laughs> yeah. tough. Maddie, what is, I'm sorry. Like so, nice okay, things. I have I have I have two questions. One is what? And we don't have to answer them in any order here. One is let's let's go over what uh, I don't want to fucking talk about food, but what is a food stylist? And two, Maddie, what what's going on with you? You look like you're about to die. Like you what look like you? you're gonna cry right now. There's just nothing I, in you. Can you, what do you can mean? you come I'm to work? Full. You so you, you, you this eat? is what you do before work. You you go buy a suit and you stuff yourself so you're basically nodding out on camera. Like there's a you're at like a two on the Maddie scale of one to ten. I'm not at a and two. It, hey everybody! That's so lackluster. No, like, that's cool. That's it. That's all I have to do. Michelle knows. Oh if my I, god. Ask Michelle, what do you think? Where am I at? Where am I at? I think my energy at? level like seven point two for sure. Seven point two? That's good. See two tone? See? Michelle yeah. really knows me. Yeah. This is this is not a bad Maddie, and I've seen bad Maddies. You really? see me at my lowest. You think it's... Yeah, I you know actually for the first time I saw a real meltdown a couple yeah. weeks ago. Uh. On season two, on season two of Just a Dash, there is a real Maddie lost control, and it's a real breakdown, and it's a surprise. We don't want to get too far into it, but there, it's real um, though. It's not it's not performative. And dude, would, you have. To, <laughs> It is like one of my lowest moments in my life. I just, I, I don't know why I, I, I was the saddest. I think I, I'm going to start going to therapy. I'm, I have a, uh, I'm going to start going to therapy, I think. You know, you I think I'm going to start going back to therapy after the show. Yeah, I think the show broke all of us. <laughs> We're wrong. Me and Michelle are starting a new podcast called We're Wrong. Yeah. And that's about it. We're not we're not cooking anything. <laughs> no. I mean, it's an intense format. You guys are locked up in a in a farm for two weeks, just shooting back to one back. One week. Okay. Well, you know, let me pad it a little bit. So, what does a food stylist do? What do you do? You style food. What does that mean? Yeah, I mean, um, <clears throat> there's a lot of different things that a food stylist can do. And so, on a TV show, for example, um, on like for example, on Just a Dash or on Supper Time. My job is to kind of make sure that we have all the ingredients for every episode. And then, I mean, uh, like Maddie is an amazing chef. So he usually makes his food look pretty good. And so it makes my job very easy. But on are you other, lying? Was that no, a lie? No, I'm not even lying right now. I'm I not, saw you just lean in and smile to the camera like you're just winking to Maddie. No, are we gonna, I are we gonna expose that Maddie isn't even a chef and that you're actually the chef? You're actually doing all the work. No, like we're I tell mean, the I truth think, here. I wish that were true because, like, honestly, I think that my life would be so much easier if, from this podcast, I just got hired and I got my own show, and this was this was it. But you know, it's all Maddie. He does it all. So, um, yeah. And so, I mean, on shows, like usually, like the food stylist in the back would have like this like magnificent swap out of like a beautiful cake or like a lasagna or anything that uh, they're making. But you know, we on just a dash make things in real time. And we so have no everything- swap outs. No, like, I mean, we do have like some <laughs> swap outs, not like masterpieces of just like wedding no. cakes. We, we, um, we keep it real. We keep it real. On yeah, show. we don't want to fake anything. Like, we want to, like, you know, pull down that fourth wall of, like, what's happening on cooking shows because they're stupid. 
Um, and so usually like, but you know, on other things like for magazines or for commercials, like when you see those like very romantic, like beauty shots of like coffee being poured or like a beautiful set table in a movie, like I usually a food stylist is hired to, to kind of make food look really beautiful for cameras. Which is different because like you, in, in those instances, they're like swapping out mayonnaise with like Elmer's glue and doing all kinds of weird shit. But with Maddie, it's just real food. Yeah, I think actually like that's a common misconception of like modern day food styling because uh, back in the day when uh, there was no digital photography, you kind of had to fake things so things would just stay on set for like hours at a time. But now you kind of have like an image that comes up in real time and there's really no reason to fake food anymore. And so even for like uh, big companies like like fast food joints, like you're using real food all the time. Interesting. Okay. So we got those questions answered. One was why is Maddie so the best food stylist in the world? And we're just on the same wavelength of lifting the veil, right? Yeah. Yeah. We don't don't need another, we don't need another cookie cutter cooking show. We need to show the raw emotion. Yeah. Where do you stand on Maddie's haircut? I mean, like, okay. So to be honest, um, I just rewatched a couple of the episodes of, of Just a Dash One. Yeah. And Maddie has kind of like like an army haircut. I don't even know what you would call it, where it's like a little bit short at the top and then buzzed all around. And I'm kind of digging like the long, shaggy look. I like yeah. it. And I'm, I came in when you guys were talking about it. And I'm just kind of curious to see where this goes. And I mean, because of COVID and because of just like the, the, like, the social environment that we're in, no one's getting a haircut. It's cool to have weird hair. I mean, like even like mine today, like I, I just, I mean, I just, (laughs) Michelle, you're Canadian. Yeah. Okay. I see. There's a, well, yeah, there's like a reciprocal Canadian love loop happening here where you guys just heap positivity onto each other. You know what I mean? What do you mean? What are you supposed to do as an American? As American, you're supposed to be like, hey, what are you? I'll shoot you in here's the face. What here's what America is about. Yeah, here's what America is about. I'll let you guys know. It's truth, honesty, pepper spray, and Liberties. compassion, and no compassion. Yeah. And Febreze. Uh-huh. And Febreze. So that's our that's our actual motto if you if you lift up the stars yeah. and bars. Mm. Um, Michelle, Michelle, how was the cottage? Were you up at the cottage? Yeah, I was up there. That's like, you know, I got a little bronzed. Um, so yeah, it was beautiful. I hung out with my, um, my niece who's five and, uh, that's about it. It's what I did for six days. Six days. That's nice. Yeah, it was good. I was not unhappy about it. You know, maybe I'll go. Yeah. Do you have any questions? Do you have any questions for two-tone? Like, do you want to understand like the world of graffiti or like streetwear or like really dive deep on two-tone? It's about like how often you get your hair cut. Yeah. Um, I have in fresh since COVID I've had two haircuts. Like, (laughs) and like, yeah, like, so our hair, like hair salons and places are just, or like barbershops are just open. Yeah, you know that we're just like on fire, like not not in a cool way. Like America's pretty much like we're yeah, just like um, let's all die. So that's kind of the motto here. Um, and I got I got a haircut. I mean, both times I've gotten a haircut, it's been just me and my barber in his place, and we both are wearing masks. 
Um, but I don't know if I'm going to be going for another haircut for a while because things are kind of. Uh, it's getting it's getting better. I heard it's getting better. It's getting better. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're getting better in that if if more people having Corona is a good thing, then we're getting really better. You guys like, are winning the Corona race right now. We're crushing it. Everyone's yeah. I look listening. At the, Everyone is doing, wearing the masks. We're like, you think, you guys think, people think California is like, they go, yeah, California, a fully liberal fucking state. You just have to drive like 40 minutes down in Orange County and you have like old white dudes like, like, you know, spitting in people's faces because they're asked to wear a mask to buy a coffee. Like, and, and, and people are like, people are so dumb in, in America that they're just like, there's a germ and they're like well it the germ doesn't exist if you're on this side of the fence like they think it's political they're like germs have been around forever dog like germs are germs are fucking germs are eternal motherfucker and they think they're gonna beat a germ by by aligning themselves with another ideology or like not wearing a fucking mask like it's so it's good it's, SoCal, it's pretty, socal is really showing their true colors i like it I mean, we're, you know, look, and outside of any big city, if you just drive into the sticks, you're going to find the same people. Yeah. And that's, dude, you know, anywhere, belligerent. Anywhere, anywhere, yeah. anywhere you go, there's just a lot of people. Like uh, California, just, you know, they just want to drive big trucks, get some good surf, wear some really high socks, and, 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 not, and have some freedom, you know? That freedom's not wearing a mask or wearing a mask, then you're going to get what you get, you know? Yeah. We got, we just, I guess there is such a thing as too much freedom. You know, if we were Chinese, this thing would have been over. Yes. Yeah. So we learned. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, the rest of the, it's like watching, it's like America is like basically, like I spent a lot of time as a kid being grounded. I had a crazy disciplinarian stepmother who like grounded me at the drop of a hat. And I spent oh, so yeah. much time looking out the window at other kids playing. And that's why, mm. that's why I feel like as an American, you're just looking at like, the rest of the world is like coming out and they're like starting to get it together and all the, you know, they're like moving on with their lives and we're just starting. Like we're oh, just nice. getting into this. You know? I remember being like, a kid. Like Bart Simpson, when, when Bart Simpson breaks his arm and like he can't go swimming for that summer, you know that episode? Oh, yeah. I don't. I never watched The Simpsons. I never watched The Simpsons because I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons. You I, were I, No, I never watched The Simpsons until I was like 13. And then I, I think it's like, I remember going to bed in the summertime. We had, I had pretty strict parents, what? but like reasonable parents, but it's still just like, I remember going to bed in the summertime, you know, it gets dark at like nine o'clock at night. And we would have to go to bed you at seven thirty, And it's just like, you'd so stare, brutal. like just crying, just crying, looking out the window. Like you're literally just like your life is over. You're watching these kids play. It's like, it's high noon, it, you know, yeah, it's blistering sun. People are playing, like, there's, like, you know, sprinklers going off, kids playing baseball on the road, playing road hockey, and fucking, and then I'm just tucked away in my house, just going to bed, and it's just, like, it's 7.30, like, bedtime was 7.30 until I was, like, literally, like, 13 or 14, I feel. Just tucked away with a six-foot Abba Zabba. What is that? A six-foot Abba Zabba, like a novelty-sized Abba Zabba? No. It's an Abba Zabba. What's that? Uh, Abba Zabba? A, is that an American? It's thing? an American. It's an American candy bar. Oh no, we don't we know. No, nah. we got arrow bar. Oh, you got arrow bars? No, we don't have arrow bars. You got crunchy bars? Uh, who oh, cares? It froze. Um, Hello? We do. You never heard of Abba Zabba? Internet down. Oh, that's can, you describe, crazy. can you describe an Abba Zabba? It sure, froze. it's a, it's just a long, it's just a long flat piece of nugget, I believe. Oh. Do you guys have nugget? 
Yeah, like three, three musketeers. No, that's. Uh, I don't know if that's Nugget. N- nugget is just like. Uh, nugget is like a. It's like a big, uh, tan Ouch. chunk of chewiness. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. Okay. Better question. Why Abazaba to go to bed with? I don't know. I just I just thought of the packaging and it's black and yellow checkers and I thought it would be I thought it would be comedically funny if young baby Maddie was in bed with a huge candy bar that had black and yellow checkers. Yeah. So if you know what an Abba Zabba is, I'm sure Jason will find one and and, and build a, uh, a a graphic for this so we can so I don't look too crazy. But if you know what an Abba Zabba is, it's funny. It's yeah. funny. Um Ma- Maddie's dropping out again. Maddie's I'm looking at Michelle, Hello? so yeah. So Maddie tells me that you're uh, that you're an acid freak. He said that. No, he didn't. You guys are so nice. Your dynamic is so interesting because you guys are so nice to each other, and me and Maddie just like rip each other to shreds all the time. No, I mean, if you like, have you watched Just a Dash? I no. no he doesn't watch no. it. Like no, maybe Ma- you should tune in. Um, but like, you'll realize that Maddie and I also like our love is strong and like, you know, I, I go to bed loving Maddie, but I wake up hating him, you know, like, yeah. I'm like, like, like the dreams and like the anger that and resentment that I have towards him is so strong, but then, you know, the day passes and I'm just like filled with love again. So it's just like this ongoing process, but like, we're not by any means nice to each other. As a matter of fact, I think that you know, especially on the set of Just a Dash, we hate, we might hate each other a little bit. Just on set though, but in real life, you guys are friends. I mean, like I, like people are like, oh yeah, like how's Maddie? And I'm like, I don't ever talk to him. Why would I talk to you? <laughs> I have nothing to say. Yeah, like I think about him. Like, <laughs> can they hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. Oh, okay, you guys just, okay, perfect. I just, I listen, I'm just gonna be honest, like, I was hoping that I would I would start to tear into Maddie a little bit and you would kind of you know heep on with me, but you just did the opposite. I but gave I, you all these oppor- I gave you opportunity to go in on the haircut. No, the suit. but here's the thing that I am a little bit of an acid freak. <laughs> oh, okay. Now we're talking. Let's get into it. Do you know what I mean- mom jeans two tone? No, I I got a brief. Listen, I saw the first three episodes of Just a Dash when you came out and did a premiere. Um, yeah. The only reason I don't watch it is that, well, there's you? a couple reasons. One is I don't need to see any more Maddie in my life than I have to. Two, yeah. I don't watch cooking shows. I find it boring beyond belief. This isn't a cooking show, though. This is a show about human emotion. This is, this it, yeah, is, you guys are making this is a food. Let, let me tell you something. Let me tell you. Let me let me let you guys in on a little something. You're doing a fucking cooking show because that's what sells. This okay. this is the show that doesn't sell, and it's not a cooking show. This is not a food podcast. This is, this is not a food podcast. This is the greatest yeah. failure I've ever done. It's pr- I'm proud of it. I don't yeah. think it's a failure. I think it's a big win. I'm proud of it. But if I look at the numbers, I looked at the numbers today on like YouTube with our podcast and then your <laughs> cooking shows. And your yeah. cooking shows are like one, two, one point two million. I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? Our show is a beautiful genius, you know. Uh, diaspora of, of human fragility, and your show is just about how to how to make uh, bespoke cheese its. You know what I mean? It's like what the fuck yeah. is wrong with people? Well, people want to see. Obviously, I'm the thing about it is, um, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm an, an original. Yeah, 
And, and it's like, I, I, I can just let people, the way that I talk about food is a way that people identify with, okay, Two-Tone? And I've touched a lot of people. I Maddie, know Maddie will make the argument that he, his cooking videos are saving lives. No, Matt, I don't need Maddie has argument. a God I have complex. People, I have men come up and cry to me and say that they, 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 they I've, I've pulled them out of depressions. And, I, and I'm like, who's, who's pulling me out of my depressions? Maybe. Michelle. Powerful truth angel. Powerful no, truth angel. No, it's not two-tone. It's not two-tone. He's like one of those guys, you ever see the movie, the, the founder, like the McDonald's story? And the guy, one of the gnarliest things I ever heard, when he's having this art, like, um, what's his name? Michael Keaton? He's the- Ray he's Kroc. Talking to, Ray Kroc, when he's talking to like his the guy that he took the McDonald's from, and he's like, you know the difference between me and you? If you were drowning, you would help me get out of the lake. If you like if I was drowning, you would help me get out. If you were drowning, I'd walk over and stick a hose down your throat, turn the fucking water on. <laughs> That's you. I, I'm I'm i I would help you you're, you would you're, put the hose. You're Ray Kroc, where like if I'm drowning, you don't try to lift me up. You try to you try to every podcast you try to destroy me. And you try to really make fun of me and you call you fat shame me a lot. It's okay. My fans are in the comment section now are really gonna let you have it. That really got to you when I what I said about the suit and the being a tent builder to the, this in the beginning no, of the podcast. It, no, 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 no. Let's tell the it's truth. Fine. I can tell. I actually listen. The reason why I fuck with you is because it's so hard to get you to react to anything. So I have to like, I have to stab you for you to even have any you reaction have to because stab you don't. Because I don't feel it. Because I have to you don't pay attention. You hear, you well, hear no. and feel nothing. I, I feel hear nothing. everything. I hear everything, and I have a lot of people constantly telling me that I'm going to die because I'm overweight, or my family hates me, and they're like, I'm going to lose my children. <laughs> I'm gonna have diabetes, I would, I would, or I'm gonna, and I just, I have, I have hundreds of thousands of comments telling me how horrible I am. So it's just like, it's just nice to have a friend like you to really just continue that. And then, and then I, I have a nice friend like Michelle who like tries to lift me up because that's what real friends do, right, Michelle? Yeah, and it's you know sometimes it's hard with those broken wings, you know? Yeah, exactly. Who's exactly. broken wings, Maddie's? Yeah, I'm sensitive. I'm sad sometimes. Can I be sad? I don't every know, can every you? day I have to perform. Every day I have to come out swinging for this for the fences. Are you, every day I have to come are you out. Capable, are you capable uh, of sorrow? I th I don't know. I don't know. What I've never seen you actually. Like. I've never actually seen you actually be sad. I've seen you be frustrated that something isn't going your way, but I haven't actually seen you get sad. <laughs> yeah, I've seen you like sweat. Yeah. <laughs> You've seen me sad, Michelle. Are you kidding me? When? What? Like on the last season? No. No. This is this is one of the this is one of the things that make a psychopath is that they they don't have feelings, but then what they do is they is they 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 display as if they have feelings that are hurt, and then you feel sorry for them, and you get pulled into their into their pain vortex. Yeah. But I'm, yeah. I'm aware. I know what you're doing, Maddie, and I know that actually inside you're just thinking about how to how to make the perfect hamburger bun with butter. You're not even you're not even here. But also he's thinking about like how far he can swing his emotional pendulum to to yeah. Pull yeah. yeah. That's it's it. True. I'm just a shell. I'm a shell. The heart of darkness. In, inside is just like a giant just angry troll just pretending to be happy all the time.
because truthfully i you know like when it really there's a there's a part of me for a minute that actually felt bad and i was like oh my god wait, did it actually hurt wait i was like did it actually hurt maddie's feelings because he started firing back and saying i got fat and like COVID and like oh i was like i think i hurt maddie's feelings and i was like wait a minute he doesn't have any feelings so how could i have hurt his feelings <laughs> so then i stopped feeling bad and i just keep rolling yeah huh maddie yeah did maddie hurt your feelings well, oh maddie has hurt two tones feelings easily you can like look like uh it's very easy to hurt his feelings because he he tries very hard to stay in shape and he's constantly out of shape so you can just comment on that like the amount of work that he puts into it with his his vitamins his his different um you know his programs that he puts himself into he's a dietary right. guy he does he's one of those guys who does all these different kinds of diets and he's constantly I know. Hey, caught up hey michelle these- hey michelle i'm sorry that i'm trying no it's I, good we're all I'm sorry i well no we're not all trying in this chat what two of us might be trying there's another person who's, who's not trying? trying michelle does chin-ups yeah that's yeah. amazing really yeah and she, can, she does good. a lot of good yoga. She does. She I can't do, do chin ups. I can do chin ups. Yeah. You know. cannot do chin ups. <laughs> I don't know if you could actually, Maddie. No. Who? She's very polite. I, <laughs> I don't know. I like the. I like how polite you are. You go. I don't know if you can actually do them, Maddie. The reality is, he could do a chin up with a bazooka to his entire family's heads. There's yeah. no way in hell. No. No. You are, it's, I, mean, it's, I love that. Let's get a It's bar. literally. It's literally impossible. What's impossible? There's nothing impossible. Haven't you ever read David Guggins? You can't do a, chin- <laughs> you can't do a chin up. Nothing is impossible. You think the, you can do a you, chin up? You can achieve. I could. Yeah. But when? I think that maybe like the next show should be Maddie and I working on him doing chin ups. Chin ups and, and and like not overreacting to really small inconsistencies in food styling. Yeah. Right. Like, is that I mean, what Maddie's meltdown was about? I mean, like... You you misplaced a mushroom? It, it, <laughs> I mean, like, Maddie has every right uh, to be mad. Well, actually, let me take that back. When you're working for 20 hours a day and... Uh, we worked 18 hours. Oh, okay. <laughs> when no, we don't say that publicly. We don't say that publicly. I never worked overtime. Triple that overtime. <laughs> Meal penalties. Um, you know, sometimes like small details get missed at the end of the day when you're like underslept and you you have like twelve jobs on the on 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 set and your your job is to be like an emotional supporter, a co-star, a food stylist, you know, like um, someone who cleans up after six men in one house. So uh, so like yeah, misplacing a mushroom. Like when Maddie gets mad, I kind of just like. I roll it off, but that's not why Maddie was sad. His sadness is always self-imposed by his own stupidity, which is really makes the show so poignant. Nice, nice. Now we're now. See, you just gotta give Canadians about thirty-two minutes to get real. They're very yeah. pleasant in the beginning, but then she just lacerates you. And I think she should roll this into asking for more money. If I was you, Michelle, at this point in time. I mean, like I still haven't sent my invoice for just a dash, which I knew is due two hours ago. And <laughs> like, how do I phrase? I want more money. <laughs> we just did. Why? We just did. Tack on an extra twenty percent. Maddie, Maddie just spent eight thousand dollars on a suit. He can throw you an extra fifteen hundred no, bucks. You know what I mean? First of all, first of all, <laughs> the budget's the budget. The budget is the budget, and the budget's great. 
Everybody agreed upon the budget. The budget's perfect. The budget is great. He sounds like Trump. The budget. Yeah, I got a perfect. great budget. I got a strong budget. Perfect. It's a big perfect. budget. And, 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 and I lost, you know, I lost, I lost a major sponsor. So now I'm just paying for it myself, and it's great. You know, it's totally perfect. You know, it's yeah. a perfect situation. So, it's perfect. You know, it's I'd perfect. Love to pay it's you more. fucking perfect. I would love to pay China you more. mushrooms. It's perfect. <laughs> China is perfect. Everything is perfect. The show's perfect. perfect. Michelle is the glue. Michelle is, is is on season two. Michelle is you know she she's she is the glue. She is she's uh, you know I'm I'm so excited for season two because it, it's just like we didn't know what season one was gonna be and now season two is like. We took what we did in season one and made it just more wild and more like it's we like just, now it, it is. Um, we can't give too much away, but it I is like Michelle. You don't you don't see Maddie's performance right now as him just co- completely running on fumes. Like he's he's like <laughs> he's just look at him. Look at his eyes rolling. I'm tired. I am he's t- so I tired. Really want me to say it loud. I'm tired. I'm here on a Friday. I've worked for three weeks straight. No days off, and now I got to do a podcast. It's perfect. I love it. I'm not <laughs> yeah. tired at all. I'm, I'm incredibly mentally fragile. It's very I mean, different. Like, Why are you so I fragile? What's going like on? Sitting in a green, like a green room, like on a chair, like there's nothing. Hot like... lights. There's nothing. This is a perfect example of my life. I'm sitting in a green room. There's nothing around me. I don't even see my real friends, and and I'm crumbling. I'm crumbling. This is a cry for help. Yeah. What's, what's going what, on? What, and me and Michelle it, are, you, are friends. And Michelle, are you overworked, again, Maddie? Am I overworked? I'm my own boss, so yeah. I'm working like, myself actually, pretty hard. Something that made me feel like Maddie was absolutely like psycho is that like even after, you know, eight days of shooting, he would wake up on that next day and like I would be spent and like just like exhausted. And I like would have like you know, I'd have to like dig deep. I'd have to like give myself mirror talks and just be like, you know, you can do this. Like, fuck, get it together. And he would come down and he would yell and perform and like still make jokes. And I was just like, how? Like, I wish I had that, Maddie. That'd be great. How does someone have the energy to do that? Well, you, be, you, yeah, you start it, with just being a shell of a human and a complete sociopath, and uh, he used just, all it's his really energy up. Though. Easy, and you just, you just, you just, you just constantly. Um, you know, I think I'm just genuinely a, a, a happy, funny person to begin with. So, and I'm making a show about something I love and I'm surrounded. Like, I think shooting the show is kind of like summer camp, where it's like, we all come in together. We make this thing. It's really intense. It's really wild. It's really fast. It's really long days. Everyone's working really hard. And then everyone just leaves. By the end of it, everyone, nobody wants to talk. Like, you know, like saying goodbye was just like very easy. I was sitting off. When I, when I was just like sitting off by myself, having just an emotional come down, it's like I went to like you know just sitting by my little baby pool by myself. And me and you, we had to have a, a nice little talk before you left. You know, yeah. it was just like we had to like like we go so hard on just a dash where we we and I think season two is like like it is a complete um, masterpiece what we've done, and it, it it's just it is the we finally have made the cookie fully crumble. And, and it is like the, like, the version that we all strive for in, 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 in when we're making content. Like this is the thing that we pushed ourselves to this limit where we, we wanted to like really show the, 
you know, what it takes to make a show. And we, I think we did that. But at the exact same time, it's like, you know, it's like you talk about those like actors that are like, like, it's like, we were still just like such, like we built these kind of characters in Just a Dash. And, yeah. and, and the frustration, like, it's not every single time, like, I don't need to yell at Michelle every single time, but like the show has become where it's like, I want to be the version of this, this monster kind of thing. And I, love that, I love that this show has just turned into, it's basically like Maddie on Maddie about one of Maddie's shows. It's, <laughs> it's like so insane. You just interviewed yourself about another show you're on, on your, on your first show, on the most important show, which is Powerful Truth Angels. The one that's going to bring you the biggest payday. Which means Powerful Truth Angels will end up swallowing up the rest of your other Howard of Stern. your other activities. Howard Stern DM'd me. He wants Dude, us to come if, on. If that's the case, then I want to be a consistent Powerful Truth Angel because yeah. uh, listen, Powerful Howard Truth Stern Angels will be the on, one. On yeah, Stern, Stern Stern wants us on, but we're not doing it because Stern's antiquated and he's problematic. And Maddie is very woke. <laughs> woke? Maddie is so woke. He's the wokest. Michelle's woke. Yeah. We're just we're just a whole bunch of woke people. Yeah, Maddie like Maddie gets up in the morning and he does he does twelve different prayers because he wants to honor all religions. He honors all ethnicities via his posts and his thoughts. He honors all genders. This is like a this is a two and a half hour process before you guys even get there. This is how yeah. woke he is. This is he starts at lives. five a.m. It's five yeah. a.m. I wake just, up, he, make myself a kettle of tea. Yep, he honors the old gods, the new the gods, the dark gods, gods, the light gods, the Chinese gods. He honors everybody. Everyone gets gods. Sri Lankans. The sarongs Every- are worn. The candles are, are burnt. The incense is chimed. The gongs are sung. That? Yeah, everything. It's what it takes. He's super well. It's what woke. it takes. He's what super it, well. It, I need some enlightenment in my life, I think. Well, you're, you're a, uh, what I, I heard you're a microdoser. Yeah. That's cool. What are you doing? What's your microdosing situation like? Yeah, well, I've like I've experimented over the last couple um, of years with uh, mushrooms, mostly as a microdose. But you know, every once in a while, you gotta like you gotta do the hero dose. Yeah. So and that's what's what a hero ha- dose look like for you? How much? It depends because like actually like I have like a pretty good relationship with the person that grows the mushrooms for me, and we've. We so like apparently when you grow mushrooms, psilocybin stops um, stops multiplying after a certain growth level. So if you do like one gram of a mushroom that's like this big, or five grams of like several larger mushrooms, you might be getting the same amount of psilocybin. And so what we're starting to do is produce these mushrooms that are just one gram that are loaded with psilocybin. And so actually that one gram of mushrooms, that's a hero dose. That explains a mystery in my life. When I was in Costa Rica many years ago, we I was there for like a month. <laughs> Mr. Living sarong. In the, Mr. Sarong. No, I didn't I wasn't wearing a sarong. Um, and I was I was there for like, I don't know, a month and some change in the jungle, right? And one day we decided to get mushrooms. And what you do is you wait until after it rains and you go where the cows are and they grow out of the cow's shit. Right. So we went and we all picked mushrooms out of the cow's shit. And everyone ate their mushrooms. Now I think that what happened to me is that I had a small mushroom because I had a, I had this experience where I was the most fucked up out of everybody. Yeah. And I basically was with a group of people and we're on the side of this like cliff and I basically was like I had this little boom box 
And I was like, and, I, and I, we're all kind of tripping out. And I go, and I said, hey, I gotta, I have to walk away right now. And I basically went, walked away because I thought I was gonna die. Because that's internet? how, I, that's how hard, that's how hard it was coming on. And I went and Spotify? sat inside the roots of this tree. It froze again. And and I put the boombox next to me, and I was like, I'm gonna die now because I thought it was I, it was that intense. And I'm looking at the ocean, and the ocean turned into like a waving carpet, and like it was just like insane. And I had yeah. such a small amount of mushrooms, you know. Have you ever done ayahuasca? Uh, no, but I did. I did. Um, I went to my uh, my partner is uh, native, and I did a peyote ceremony with him, and that was intense. Yeah, I bet I've never done that. Yeah, but, I, but uh, I, you know, I got to tell you, mushrooms. Um, of all the things I've done, I think mushrooms were the were the most wonderful uh, thing I've imbibed. Like they made me feel fantastic. I felt superhuman when I took mushrooms. You know. Yeah, especially during the calm down, like you're having like all these like different emotions coming up, and like you're like like your brain, like all the synapses are firing things, and you can feel like. Oh, that you're really like starting to like figure some things out. Like I always have these like amazing epiphanies. Right. And the problem is if I, I've had so many epiphanies of psychedelics and then I never pull them out. I just, they just stay there. Like I'll be like, you know, I'll be at the heat of it. I'm in the mirror and I'm like, this is the answer. And then I, I wake up and I'm like, I have no idea what I was thinking about because I don't but think, I think that, to write it down. But even if you don't write it down and it kind of still exists somewhere in your head and you had that experience, that thought, like I still think that you kind of live through it. Like unless your 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 brain isn't that blocked off to ideas that happen. I can see that subconsciously. Do we lose? Is Maddie back? I'm back. Yeah, he's back. What'd you do? You go. What time? You I ate eat? mushrooms. <laughs> you just go yeah, eat you, something. What'd you eat? I just ate a little piece, of, another little shitty piece of sushi. Mm. <laughs> well, my internet went down. One time, me and my brothers, because we were such badasses, I remember we sold. Remember when you just buy like a bag of shrooms and it'd be like grams just twisted up in tinfoil? Or I don't know, like everywhere, like in my town, like anytime you would buy mushrooms, they'd just be wrapped in tinfoil. And it would just no. be like individual grams. And so you'd buy like 20 grams, five grams, whatever it was. It was never just like a big bag fully of mushrooms. It was always wrapped in tinfoil. And oh, I remember one that. time when me and my brother, you know those moments when like you're hanging out with all your homies and, and somebody just calls you and is like, hey, do you got mushrooms? And one guy's just like, yeah. Or like, you know, we, we instantly we were just like, we're going to fuck this guy up, this idiot that called us we didn't like. And like legitimately, we swept our, the, the, our garage floor, like cigarette butts and all this stuff. We just swept our floor into a big pile. And we took the piles and we just filled in and made like tinfoil containers of, of all these grams, we filled it. The guy wanted an ounce of mushrooms. And so we just told him, we're like, hey, we already have all these shrooms already bundled up. We'll just give you whatever, fucking, you know, fucking 50, 50 grams of shrooms or whatever it was. And it was this big Ziploc bag, literally tinfoil packages of fucking like dirt and shit from the, our fucking garage floor. And we went and we did, we drove down. He lived like 20 minutes from us. And me and my brothers literally like drove up he drove up, gave us the money, we gave him the Ziploc bag. And then, like, just, we punked the kid. But we used to do that all the time. Because we were wait, wait, but what did, did he call you guys back and be like, hey, this is a cigarette button here? Yeah, yeah. and then we're like, come get your money. Oh, you're like, come get it. You guys are just big bullies. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't you like the kid? Was it was it because he was uh, he was brown? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> I like to just make you turn I, red. There's there's no brown people in my town. First of all. Perfect. Perfect. I live in a small Canadian farm town. Um and uh yeah. No, it's just Why didn't you guys didn't fuck with cuz he he lived in this he we lived in this one small like there's like five little towns, right? And he lived in this other town that we didn't fuck with. And so he <laughs> Oh, he you didn't fuck with the whole you didn't fuck with the whole town. It was like territorial. Yeah, it was just, like if you went to a bar that was not in your part of the town, like if yeah. you went to like Ridgeway, like there's like, I'm like, we were from Fort Erie. So there's Fort yeah. Erie, there's Ridgeway, there's Stevensville, there's Crystal Beach, there's Port Colbert, there's yeah. Welland, there's Thoreau, there's St. Catharines. So those yeah. are kind of the towns yeah. that are all around us. So like if you were at a bar, yeah. it'd be like, where are you from? Fuck you. Yeah, and, you and, fucking and, hoser. You're from Muscat, eh? <laughs> Fuck <yeah>. off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But it was just like, it was a kid from one of those towns and we just, like, we were just like, hey, it was like one of those moments, like, my brother was just like, yo, this guy wants to buy mushrooms. What are we going to do? And we're like, yeah, hey, yeah, tell him we got an ounce. We'll fucking sell him a fucking, we'll just pack it. Yeah, 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 tell him we got it. And we'll be like, we'll see you in 20 minutes. And we're like, cool. So I was just like, but we used to sell mushrooms so much. Like, it was like such a phase. Or like, you know those moments that happen on mushrooms that like can never happen? Like, how do these moments happen where like, I remember literally... We were all high on mushrooms. We're down in the lake and I, you know, whatever, like grew up like by the lake. And so we're like down in the fucking Lake Erie. We're all fucking like day drunk. We're all high on mushrooms. It's summertime. The water's glistening. And I still remember this day, like this moment where like, how does this, how can this happen? And I remember my older brother, he was just like, yo, Ross, flip me a cigarette. And he like takes a drag. The guy's like 20, 30 feet away in the water. Like we're all like waist deep in the lake. And he fucking takes a drag from his smoke, flicks it at my brother. My brother catches it in his fingers and just like takes a drag. You know, and it's just like those moments. And everyone's everyone like, yeah! It's like somebody won the Olympics or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it's just like I those moments that. that happen, those things, and you're like, what the fuck just happened? And you're all on shrooms, and then you're like, tweet that you're on shrooms. You're it like blows trying your to mind. figure out. Yeah, you're yeah. trying to figure out the ergonomics of like the cigarette flick. And then it's just I like, it is. It's those, uh, you know, shrooms are the. I miss doing shrooms. I had a moment like where we were with that that trip in Costa Rica. We we're all walking through the jungle. I was there with my little brother. There was like five of us walking in a line through the jungle, and like I had a machete, and like we're like hacking stuff and walking around. <laughs> Everyone's kind of tripping out, and I stopped my brother. I go, "Hey," he goes, "What?" I go, "See that tree over there?" And there's like a tree, like you know, twenty twenty five feet. Oh my god! And he and he goes, "Yeah," and I go, "Watch this." And I take the machete and I go, "Foom." And it just disappears into the jungle. <laughs> I thought, in my mind, I was just about to be the coolest big brother on the planet. And it was just going to stick the fucking oh machete and be like, no. you know. So then we spent like 20 no minutes way, looking for it. Yeah. So I, I think, yeah, sometimes Dude. those moments don't hit. You know what I mean? Looking for stuff on drugs is the best, right? Like it, it completely is. It can is. take over your whole night. I used to yeah. always keep, I used to always keep my Coke in my sweatbands. Yeah. In my hat. And I yeah. used to always lose them. I'd be all mangled and you got like the fucking, you're all coked out, psychopath. Oh. And I remember always being like, where is it? And like looking in my sweatbands and then I'm like, I, oh, I jumped in the pool with it. Or like it's sweaty and it's gross. And I'd be like, it's all cakey. And then you take it, you put it in the microwave, you cook it and then you I, just You know what I just remembered? Like, I, maybe I, I, just, found a, I found a bag once. I, I lost a bag and I and I and I retraced my steps to where I had pulled over on the side of the freeway and went back to where I pulled over and it was there 
Can you imagine the hallelujah moment? I found imagine bags like that. finding. Dude, that is the best. That, that is the best. It's the best feeling. Finding a bag of cocaine when you're it's fucking. It's the best. Yeah. Oh, my God. How many times lose. did you lose? I used to like, you know, you're going into a club and you put in some stupid, you put in the cuff of your pants or you put in your, oh, yeah. your underwear line or you put it inside your butthole or like wherever you're putting it. And you're like, yeah. you get in the club and then you're like. Of the, the couches, you just run your fingers through those creases. And just lick it. And you're just like, <laughs> you're rich. <laughs> yeah, you're already. People, we need to have, dude, we need to have, how are people doing coke with each other during COVID? Because it's happening. Like our people, oh, people are partying. I've definitely done more drugs during COVID than I've done in my entire life. No way. What kind of drugs are you doing? We want to know your what parents, kind of drugs. Your parents aren't going to watch this. It's okay, Michelle. I'm not doing any. There's been no cocaine. Yeah. Cocaine. I'm against cocaine. I don't do it. No, cocaine but, sucks, um, but what about crack? Yeah. Like, there's, been, there's been a lot of MDMA. There's been a lot of MDMA? Look, something that I realized about MDMA is that I always thought it was a party drug, like that you would take a pill and then you would go out and like go dancing. Dance. A better way to do MDMA, I put LED lights in my bathtub, just do a lot of MDMA and maybe a little bit of mushrooms and just sit in your bathtub for hours. <laughs> By yourself? Um, There's been like others sometimes. What? Shadow yeah. people? Others. Michelle. Others. I, sometimes one, sometimes two. Okay. Like, also, the thing about the thing about MDMA is that, like, I think it's like you know, it rips you open. You feel so much love for everyone, but it's not a sexy drug. Like, I'm not like in the bathtub and like having like sexy thoughts. It's just like we're here. We're listening to like I don't know Radiohead even like Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Fucking weirdest time. <laughs> You're just in the bathtub, listening to rain. You're like, okay, let, let me put on the sickest album. It was, it was supposed to, it was developed. All time. That's what I'm like. What? It's supposed to. Uh, yeah, MDMA was originally developed, and it's still used to help people with PTSD, like vets coming back from. Like it's supposed to be really good for like connecting. Yeah. Connecting and and uh, they're still doing it. My uh, uh, a friend of my girlfriend's just did a thing where like. But they sat her in a room. MDMA? Yeah, they sat her in a room with her shrink <laughs> and like, and like did MDMA for like six hours with your shrink, which is like my worst nightmare. I don't want to do that. Oh my god, I would fucking love that. I mean, no. like that's basically what you do. Mm -mm. No, no way. I just don't like it. Like it's just like I'm too far. Like if I was to do psychedelics, like imagine doing like no drugs for as long as we've done, Al. Yeah. And yeah. then like just like strap into like a fucking big tab. Fucking MDMA. I wouldn't Made even blink. Are you, are you kidding me? Maddie, the, here's the thing. This is the thing. Really? If you, let's say, yeah, oh. you and I, if we decided, which we're not, if we decided no. that we're going to eat like a quarter of mushrooms each, you wouldn't even fucking, there would never be an adjustment period. You'd be in it like this and you'd be yeah. off. We'd be off to the races. Like, cause your, <laughs> your brain, the whole time you're sober is like in the way back of your head. It's like, let's party, let's party, let's party, let's party, let's party, let's party, let's get high, let's get high. Like the whole time. It's just ready. It's waiting. You you're, have you're, you know. I need to do what? a meeting after this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing that I've learned also is that MDMA pairs so well with mushrooms and or acid. Yeah. Candy. So, I like. I used to love doing acid so much. I remember one time, dude. Fucking, we were on acid and we were running through the woods, 
And there used to be that we used to play at party in this place called the Honeycomb. And we used to, there was like this, I think it was just a coyote, but we used to call it the fucking monkey dog. And the monkey dog would fucking get you when you were really high. And if yeah. you, we would have to send, cause we were out in the woods. And if you, we ran out of cigarettes or beer or something, you'd send like, you know, like the, the whoever the loser was in your crew to go yeah. get like the supplies, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and like, we would always be like, dude, watch out for the fucking monkey dog. Monkey dog will fucking get you. And I remember I was walking out there one time by myself and I, because you were the I'm loser so that day. So I am mushrooms. No, excuse me. No, I was never the, the go get me. I'll tell you that much. Oh, but the fucking okay. okay. And the fucking I remember, dude. My buddies put their dog. They had their dog. It was a black like leopard or like a black um. What are those dogs? I don't know anything about dogs. What the fuck is that? Like a yeah, a black a black leopard is a breed of dog. Yes. No, no, no. Like a like a, a labrador. A labrador. A Labrador leopard. And I, and I was coming back, and they put their dog up in the fucking tree and got him to jump at me. Amazing. And fucking. Oh, That's I, was, I still remember how scared. And you know when you're tripping out, and whenever you close your eyes, it's like whatever you just saw like splashes into your face, like a comic book reel. Like it's just like zoom, zoom, zoom. Like I remember I was so high and I fell on the ground, and he was playing with me because he knew me. It was my buddy's dog Zeus, and 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 and, and Zeus was, and I'm like ah, like thinking that the monkey dog was getting me. That and, is so. And it was like, dude, and just like nothing... we were doing that shit without cameras, you know, like nobody, like now you'd be able to videotape that, but that's like something that, like you know, your friends are just like, we're just gonna fuck with them, and then we're gonna fuck with Matt, Matt, you know, Matheson's coming back. Let's put fucking Zeus up in the fucking tree and let him jump at him when he comes back. I think, fucking I think, nice that, fuck. I think one of the biggest things the one of the best parts in life the best things about life is pr fucking with people and playing jokes on people in mm -hmm. my opinion like scaring people doing shit like that is it's just like one of the small beautiful joys that i have and i don't know if it's like everyone feels that way but i feel like you could just like if you get a bunch of people in a room and play a joke on them you could probably solve a lot of problems maybe not i don't know that's not an answer i, think, I just I love think doing so it too. i think i i think it's i think it's great and have, I you, love I think, it. have you ever been the like the victim of a big prank? You've never had a big prank on you. Me? On me? I've never. No one's ever pranked me in like a like in a serious, memorable way. I don't think. What about just like hopping out of the closet? Like you, you come home, your boyfriend's hiding in the closet, and you're like, you're like, Trevor, Trevor, are you here? And he's no answer. <laughs> and you walk by the kitchen, he goes, blah, and you just fucking get scared shitless. Yeah, I mean, like things like that have happened. Even that's a micro prank, and it's funny. Micro pranks yeah. are great. I even asked my wife to marry me. I asked Trish to marry me from a prank. That's hilarious. That's very yeah. funny. <laughs> we, she, we, she was. We were. This is um, the, it's like the longest running prank ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's still going. It's still going, babe. It's still, it's gonna get good. I swear. My dick's gonna get bigger. I swear. One day. One Fucking, day. The, 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 dude, it was like this beautiful day. It was on April Fool's and I didn't even realize it was on April Fool's and I was making dinner. She was in the, the bedroom. I don't know what she, she was doing something in the bedroom and, and I was making dinner and I took a, a cleaver and I took my, and I made this huge chop and then just started screaming that I cut myself. I was like, hurry up, come in. I fucking just cut my fucking finger off. I was like screaming. 
And nice. she like ran over. I think it was like doing laundry. Like she had to like run over like laundry. Like you know what? Like she was like sitting down, like cross-legged, folding socks or something. <laughs> and like yeah. literally had to like get up, fucking, and jump over. And she like ran in, and then I was like, I was on my knee, and I was like, Will you marry me? Mm. And then and then she started crying instantly. There you and go, then, April Fools. I didn't even realize it was April Fools until after, and then she was like, "Oh my god, it was April. you did an April Fools engagement or whatever thing," and oh I was like, god. "No, I didn't know it was that. It was just like a beautiful day. It was like one of those re- beautiful days. I was like, today's the day I'm gonna do because I had the ring for like a month, and then I was just like, I'm gonna wait for like the perfect day. And it was like just like a perfect. It was like the sun was coming. It was like magic hour in our apartment. I was making yeah. dinner for us, and we had our we we were still living in like our little one bedroom apartment." on top of Logas, that's like Momo shop in Parkdale. It was just like this beautiful little moment. And, uh, you know, pranks, I mean, that's, pranks I, are good. That's really sweet. Even I actually more like wholesome. It's like more wholesome. But no, that's, I think that's great. I, I think that that's really sweet. I'm a big fan of that kind of thing of like, no you, ever have, asked me to marry them, you know, not in the bathtub when you guys are peeking on E and mushrooms. Maybe once. Maybe once. <laughs> I'm sure you've had a couple guys, ask you to marry oh yeah i got the dm territory right now the dms i bet you got a lot of engagement <laughs> the dm yeah, proposals i feel really bad about myself i just go into the message request and just read them all <laughs> that's depressing <laughs> it's just like a bunch of dicks she yeah. was like it's like hey i like i'm from this small town and like i love you on just a dash you're my he-. like and i'm just like what is this? oh my god tell this to michelle tell me your story Oh, about Suga? (laughs) (laughs) So, like, the thing about working with Maddie is that for the most part, like, I don't walk yet. Like, it's not like I get recognized. I'm nobody on the show. I don't care. And um, one time I was, like, at a restaurant. I walk out of the bathroom and someone, like, points at me. They're like, oh, my God, you're the janitor on Just a Dash. (laughs) (laughs) The janitor. And I'm like, I guess all I do is, like, clean up. I guess that's my big job on Big <laughs> the janitor. Big cleanup. It's a big cleanup. It's a so, big cleanup. Yeah. yeah. I, I get, mean, like, I get recognized a lot, Maddie. Do you? Yeah, now do you? Has it changed? Like, what? Since being on, you know, being a part of my little bubble, how well, has your life changed, Alex? It's not, it's not like people recognize me from born and raised, right? Yeah. People Obviously, follow, look at this. Right. So they'd be like, because there's like a little bit of a presence there. And like, you know, people are like, especially people in L.A. I'm in L.A. They know about Born and Raised. And then like, then you get like, then you'll get like double headers who are like, oh, what's up? You're two times Born and Raised. And then they go, I also like Powerful Truth Angels. And I'm like, fuck yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm, I'm excited just to know that people are like, are actually watching because I don't really pay attention to. The I we do the show we put it out and then it's kind of like okay well let's do another show like I'm not really aware. I don't of even like, watch it. I don't even watch. I know you don't it. watch I it. No I, I started watching them. That reminds me. Um, are we going too long, Jason? That reminds me. I wanted to kind of circle back on a few things. Um, the potato in the pants episode. <laughs> Mark, should we talk about this? Mark, yeah. Mark has been selling them. Mark has experienced more sales. Michelle, did you did Michelle Michelle did you watch the the potato in the pants episode? With this? Yeah, did you see like the last episode was about potato in the pants? Tutone, can you just give some context to Michelle about potato yeah. in the pants, please? <sighs> well, here's the thing. 
All right, I'll do it one more fucking time. Not Sorry. no no offense to you, Michelle. I just I'm just like this is the, this is the thing I don't understand about potato in the pants. Everyone around me <laughs> in my kind of orbit thinks it's hilarious because they know like me and they know Akiko and they kind of are aware like so everyone who's like friends of mine they're just like dying they're fucking pissing in their pants so like everyone that's a friend of mine has always loved potato in the pants before Maddie became involved but I but even so I don't know if it has any reach beyond like like I don't know if it translates to I think people actually like it right Jason people are kind of responding people think it's funny so potato in the pants people will buy it and it yeah I think people will buy it. Well, no, you know how we know it's hitting because people are buying it. He's getting more. He's got more sales in the past two days than he's had in the past ten years. Like, there's a picture of Mark <laughs> loading his his car up full of like, full of all the all the packages to go in the mail. He's like writing UPS handwritten letters bags. to everybody. Yeah, he's like he's so excited. Um, but so Michelle, potato in the pants is this. Uh, one of my dear friends, her father is um, is a. Uh, I always get this wrong. I call him Swedish, but he's Swiss. Her he's father's Swiss, Swiss and he's an inventor. And he invented an item uh, called potato in the pants, and it's a plush potato that you stick down your pants. And when you squeeze it, it says "I love you." And it's based off an old joke about a guy who goes to the beach. Okay, so he made this <laughs> he made this plush potato, and he doesn't sample it. He goes straight to production. He makes eight thousand of these things and fills up his home, his house, his garage. I'll just walk into Urban Outfitters and say, "Buy my potato in the pants," and I'll just sell them all. Like every inventor thinks of their dumb inventions um at the time i was directing music videos and uh stuff like that and he goes says hey will you make a commercial for my father and <laughs> and i wanted to get back at him for being for being annoying man. and you ever seen winnebago man no and okay the whole crew me his daughter his wife and his sons are fucking with him and fucking with him but that's the video that i made to sell the potato in the pants which we show oh i'm out of i'm just out of steam did I, either Long-winded. That was very long-winded. I should just stop. You just have to watch the episode. I How about this? Let's do the short quiet. version. Check out the potato in the pants. I just said my friend made the potato in the pants. I know. That's all I have to say. I got so ahead of myself. There's no context. There's no context. I, I, I appreciate it. For me. You did it for me. I did it for you, we Michelle. I really wanted to fill you in. I want to bring you up to speed. No. What are you eating? A cookie. What, what is it? Cookie? Is it? Edible? Mm, it has CBD in it. But should I, I give? Should I give CBD to my dog? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay. Fantastic. Michelle, any last words? I feel more powerful. You feel empowered? Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's what we're here to do. We're, we're here raw. to empower everybody. We're raw. Yeah, we're not cooking here. No, we're not cooking. This is a food no. podcast, though. Maddie, I what are you? What are you? What are you gonna do after this? Me after this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I have uh, a phone call with my lawyer, which will be great. Should we do that on the pod? You want to just do another hour <laughs> of your phone call with your lawyer? <laughs> I wish I could. I really wish I could. No. Um, you gonna take a nap? I'm gonna go okay. in with uh, Maddie for just a dash. That's that's my next project. What are we doing? I'm gonna invoice you. I yes, have to write because you're tack, late. Tack on an extra twenty percent, Michelle. You Lisa says it. you're late. You got an invoice for just a dash. Oh, Lisa. Michelle hasn't invoiced yet. Okay, now we're talking about invoices. All right, guys. It's been okay. great. I love you guys, Michelle. Okay. Love you. Bye. Two, just a dash.
It's okay. coming soon. Thanks, guys.